Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. It is the Instant Match Reaction. Tottenham 1, Liverpool 3. Let that sink in for a moment. Liverpool scored three goals, won a game of football. Um, and I just feel happy, Ben. Thank God for that. Oh, my words. What a big win that is. You know, if you think, just think about the context of the last few days and the last few weeks, even, you know, in terms of the, the just sort of the gloom and doom around the club and, you know, how we've, how we've felt about the form recently. And then last night, Man United go and lose, Everton and Leicester go and draw. And there was just so much significance on getting a result tonight and not just for, you know, getting ourselves back into form, but in terms of if we want to call it a top four race or if we want to call it a league title race, you know, which, whichever camp that you currently sit in, for either of those, it was just so big to get three points on the board and just make up that ground. Uh, that was, I mean, that, yeah, spot on with all that the United thing. I, I, you know, I, I switched off to it all. I wasn't paying mm-hmm. attention to any of the midweek footy because I just thought, I looked at all who all the teams were playing. There was no way, I mean, like, City absolutely battering West Brom was just so blatantly obviously going to happen and look Man United playing Sheffield United Man United just go and get three points there so it wasn't even worth my attention Um, the fact that so many rivals dropped points in that time that that made it you're right it, it put an added pressure on but now that we're through it it's it was it was just magnificent because it it means that not only do we get to get back on the horse. But it meant something. It wasn't like because let, let's be honest, if we if we'd um, if, the, if if Leicester had won and if United had won, we wouldn't have made a dent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It would have, we'd have still been stuck in the mat. And then you left, you're left with a world where what it, what it was a, almost like it wasn't a pointless win. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it wouldn't have felt a significance. We'd have needed to go another win, another win, another yeah. win before you can start to see some tangible results. Yeah, and I think I think that just shows again. It's just another reminder of how mad the league is. I mean, we as I say, we've just been so down about the picture, and you know, I've not looked at the league table for weeks and and all of that stuff. And then suddenly, overnight, within two days. We're right back in the thick of it because, you know, one United loss and suddenly we were back into a three-point... You know, this all-conquering Manchester United side who are heirs to the throne, apparently. Mm. Um, you know, suddenly we're back in within three points of them and, and everything's, you know, not rosy again, no. but, you know, very very much on the up. No, it changes you're, you're, so quickly. You're allowed to believe that it can be rosy yeah. again is the, is the thing. Whereas, you know, it, it shouldn't be underestimated. I've said this is a mad time, the mad world. 
five weeks without a win in the you know and we had the Villa game at least to kind of just about keep us ticking over because we got to see some senior Liverpool players score some goals great um, <laughs> but it's been it's been a miserable time and and we all were all big fans of our football team you know we, I wouldn't do this you wouldn't be doing this people wouldn't be watching this if they weren't it impacts your mood. It does. doesn't matter whether Liverpool... No matter what's going on in your life, you could have... I've said this before. i said it for years. This is when I was a kid. I could have millions of pounds in the bank. I could have the perfect life, perfect family, all that stuff around me. Be loved unconditionally by everyone around me. But if Liverpool haven't won, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. And... That's been building and building and building. In addition to the fact that the world's crap and we could do with Liverpool just bailing us out a little bit. Um, and then we've turned up to this game when having struggled through two games against Manchester United with the draw and then get knocked out of the FA Cup, having lost to Burnley, having lost to Southampton and having all these things in between, you're not meant to go to Tottenham Hotspur away from home against Jose Mourinho and win. That's meant to be another... Oh God! Another one of those days where we draw. Maybe they nick us on the counter attack. Then we absolutely played them off the park. Tonight. We did absolutely, um, and it, you know this is the that was the type of performance that we that we've become you know used to seeing from Liverpool. These are the type of games where you know exactly that kind of mentality from you know maybe a, maybe a few years ago, 17, 18, 16, 17, where you just didn't really know what Liverpool were going to turn up. We'd kind of begun to slip back into that sort of feeling about it. But tonight was very much the Liverpool that we see in the last two years. They show up, they dominate the they dominate the game, they dominate the ball, they create a lot of chances, they win the game and that that's it. You just wipe your hands and walk away. I, I, I had a little thing that was kind of gnawing at the back of my brain for the last day or so, and I've been, that's why I've been trying to switch off to footy as much as possible. That because I, I, I slipped and said like the next season thing, and I, you know, I made a joke out of it on the shows last week or this week. But it was you used to get this all the time. You get to the end of January, and you'd be like, "What well, you got on to play for?" And you know, and your only thing you're playing for is top four. You know, and as it's and and you know, and that's just. Miserable, you know what I mean? Like, and, and starting to think, and uh, people writing the season off. And I think some people are doing it to kind of like anti jinx it or to kind of protect themselves against it. But, you know, I, I said it, and I, I was actually really encouraged by Mourinho's pre match press conference. And he was just saying, the season's mad. And he said everything we've been saying, but this is Jose Mourinho going, there's no team is going to go all season unbeaten. No, no team is playing at the level that, they, that, that we've seen for the last couple of Liverpool aren't there. Teams only now have, to have, have two. They have two. They lose two games and they're in the worst possible form. The uh, and then they, they win two games and they're right back up there because that's just how how it is at the moment. And we've kind of got to take the rough with the smooth. And you know, I've seen people mention it. Like uh, there's um, there's a guy in the comments here saying, "I really don't want this to be a false dawn." Like, look, I'll come. You know, the mm. most encouraging thing is now I look at the Man United FA Cup game and I look at the Man United. Anfield game and bits of the bits of the Burnley game. You know it's harder to kind of pick it. As I've, I've tried to expunge that from my memory in general, but we've been getting a bit better. Not brilliant, not perfect by any stretch, but we've been getting better at try playing our brand of football again. And it's been coming back in like little spells, and then it's been spreading out and playing more and more and more and more. And this was the game where you could plot if there was a way to plot this on a graph mm. where Liverpool have just been getting better, but we've not been getting the results. And this was the game that I felt was coming, but you couldn't, you didn't believe it because it all felt a bit too much. Yeah, and it will do, with the fixtures that we've got coming up as well, it will do them a world of good to have got a good convincing win against the top 
top side tonight. You know, we've got a tough game against West Ham at the weekend. People might laugh at me for saying that, but the reality is they're flying high. Mm-hmm. You've then got Manchester City. You've then got Everton. Then you've then got the Leipzig games on the horizon. So like, you know, all like a, a result like this at the end of a bad patch will be really key. And you know, as as you say, I think you know. Tonight, in terms of creating chances, it, it felt as if we weren't just pumping balls into the box and hoping for something to happen. It felt as if we were playing more constructed football tonight. I think, to be honest, we were helped. I think I'd actually think that Jose Mourinho got it wrong tonight with his tactical setup. Yeah. I think he, you know, but he tried to play three at the back or five at the back, and I think particularly in the first half, Manny on the left hand side, he was finding far too much space between Oreo and Rodon, and that was helping us just play. You know, there was a few times where that sort of diagonal ball, that diagonal run being made by Manny got us in and there was a few opportunities crafted that way but nevertheless they're the type of balls it was the same on it was the same on Sunday the first most salad goal it's a really nice fed through ball that's yeah. the type of football we want to see from Liverpool that's the type of football we've been used to be seeing yeah and Bobby Firmino's at the centre of it yeah. but I, 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 a midfield that looked like everyone knew their job and a midfield that looked like it was a proper working, functioning midfield, like they'd played games of football together, and yeah. they hadn't really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, I know it's the same. It's the, it's the same midfield from 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 the weekend, which I think helps. Um, but it, they've they've they, they spun it round, and it was a bit like yeah, it's a bit like you know you're trying you, you're trying your, your key, and it's not working, <laughs> and then you go. Oh, yeah, suddenly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've just got to push it. And it was, it was, um, and, and putting Thiago in the eighth and putting Genie in the sixth, like, I didn't, I, I didn't notice it for a couple of minutes. And Chris was like, I think Genie's in the sixth. I was like, oh, wow. And he won a couple of headers mm-hmm. and, and he just looked a bit more, he just looked so much more solid, so much stable, so much more composed. He got to do that Genie thing where people like, are like magnetically pulled towards yeah, There was him. one moment in the second half, wasn't there, where he, he bursts away and he just keeps on the way. I think we were 3-1 up at this point. The just, game's done. He just rolls men open space up. And then all of a sudden, in front of him, he's got five men. Mm. And even, at times, more than that, because he's got wide men he can hit, depending on which way he's facing. He's got a full-back he can hit. Or he's got Milner or Thiago or Bobby or heaven, but if he wants to go a line further, he's got one of Manny or Southern on the go. And Thiago, that... Was the t- that's what we bought? Today. Yeah, yeah, 100%. that's what we bought him for. And I think you know, given given what you've seen, what well, given what we've seen over the last few games with Thiago in the six, I think against Man United he was actually quite good. But overall, mm. I think that change made sense because Genie's played there in the past. You know, um, in periods where you know before Fabinho arrived and Henderson was doing it a little bit, but wasn't quite as good. So we were sort of you know sort of experiment a little bit with that number six role a couple of years ago. And Genie Genie was probably the best of the bunch in there. And so I think I think it made sense given what we've seen of Thiago over the last couple of games he's been a little bit erratic at times he's you know even today he made a couple of silly challenges you know he got himself booked um, but also it allows Thiago to do so much more up the field and I think from now on in periods where Henderson has to play centre-back or you know when Fabinho is back and he, he has to continue playing centre-back I suspect that might be the midfield sort of link up that we might see now Thiago yeah. playing deeper but we we can always you know we're, we're very fluid in midfield anyway mm-hmm. you know we, with the skill set of all the players doesn't matter who's filling that other spot whether it's Milner or whether it's um, Chamberlain or whether it's um, Jones like you know we, basically between those two they can always dip in and out and do what the other because they've got the skill set to do both yeah it's 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 really 
it's so good because there's so many choices for my other match and we're not going to have time to discuss them all on, on tonight's show but we will be doing everyone on the final word on the website tomorrow um, so if you haven't subscribed to the RedmenTV.com do it now and then be ready for the final word which is an hour <laughs> it just means like an hour of this wax. yeah it's an hour of this but more <laughs> of us and we get to wax lyrical about all the players in depth um, like how many people have gone Trent's man of the match and then well, Firmino's man of the match or Mane man of the match or, or Wijnaldum you know, I thought was brilliant tonight yeah. Milner you know like I thought James Milner was out standing and I thought he was out he, 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 he got better in the Man United game and he was it's telling that he was he was central to our really good spell in the, in the second half but he did that all game long like Chris again pointed out during commentary he's, he's, he's across the front line he just always wants the ball and he's happy to have it and, he, and he'll lay it off and I've said this before he's not look he's 35 you know which is dead young <laughs> um, yeah. but he's you know he's not I saw some I, I post matches this is the problem with Twitter is you get things in your timeline that are stuck from before and there loads of horrendous hot takes and some guys saying like the fact that he's in midfield for us is just shows everything wrong why he's here better blah 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 like, like the last three seasons haven't, haven't happened um this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Milner, Milner is what we've been missing in midfield and you didn't realise it because it's such an intangible thing because you look at like Ox, dead, dead gifted, silky, pacey, got a great shot at him. Thiago was well class, creative midfielder. Genie's genie. You know, uh, Nabi Cater does what does all these wonderful things. Curtis Jones, I know, as we, as we want to, but um, James Milner does the he's, he's vice captain for a reason, mm. and it's because he's, he's got tons of experience. He's dead gnarly. He, do, he, he doesn't let standards drop, and he just lets everyone else around him know, like, I've got your back. So you'll go, and it's exactly what Jordan Henderson does, boot the ball into the front three, or anyone, really, and Milner will just go and help you. 
He'll just be there, right? Okay, Are you, what can you do? Can you go and take it on? Great, do that. If not, don't worry. I'm here. Oh, someone's giving you some physical stuff. Well, don't worry. I'm going to stand on their toes. I'm going to go and go shoulder to shoulder with this guy. Like, he, he knocked um, Hoiberg over in, like, the first couple of minutes, yeah. I think, at the, at the game. Just, there's their, their enforcer and James Milner. It's just gone and knocked him, goes and knocks him in, yeah. you know, just to just to set he, the tone. He, he, other than like the the real ability to score a world even thirty five yards out, James Milner has absolutely everything that you want in a midfield player. Mm-hmm. He'll help you creatively. He'll he'll come back and sit deep and do a lot of shit hours in tackles. He'll support the front three. He'll support the full backs. He'll support the centre halves. He'll mark up at a corner. He'll play an intelligent ball. His positioning spot on all the time. He's always available. He makes space for himself. He's just absolutely brilliant. And 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 as you said, you know, just to build on your point before, it feels like every single time that James Milner starts, Twitter kicks off, and it feels like every single time you get people going off. Oh, for God's sake, this is the problem with well, the club. Well, he makes and it the Brexit sing- midfield, yeah. doesn't he? Like, and, oh. and every single time at the end of a game, we all go, "Wow, brilliant was James Milner there." And people never learn. Those people will never learn. You just you need to just. I would implore those people to go back and watch the 90 minutes and only watch James Milner to see how much that he does. Yeah, look back at all the... It's funny because I've just downloaded Chapman 2 and it's reminding me of all these old great players from back in the day. I was three years old when that game came out. Uh, (laughs) Uh, But you're reminded of all these amazing Italian players who just played into the mid-30s and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, if James Milner was Italian, we would oh, everyone yeah. would be like, look at this maestro of the game. You know what I mean? Look at him, like holding him up, like he was, like he's, you know, like he did have statues made of James Especially Milner. Especially with everything he's won. When you look over the course of his career, you know, you think about it, he won a couple of league titles at Man City. He's now a European Cup winner. Yeah. He's won another Premier League with Liverpool. Yeah. He's won. I mean, I reckon he's won a fair few FA Cups. Yeah. And I said this on a show the other week. He's played in pretty much every game there is to imagine. He's played every cup final going. He's played mm-hmm. in title deciders. He's played in uh, the Birmingham derby, the Newcastle derby, the Manchester derby, the Merseyside derby, Liverpool, Man United, all of these games. He's, 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 had, a, he's had a career. And if he was, yeah, you're right, if he was Spanish, look at somebody like Xavi, who, who you know, is rightly held on a pedestal. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's, he's not a million miles away in terms no, of the careers he had. No, exactly. And again, silverware makes a big deal of it, but he's just, it's, he's eternal. And, you know, it shouldn't be underestimated. And just because plays in English sometimes and because mm. they've been a bit, a bit around and they haven't gone and played in the continent and he's just a bit uncool and a bit unfashionable. Say it before, it's just, he's just one, it shouldn't be, I think people look at things from a, from a prism and it depends which way you want to look at an angle. You can hold something up and if you look at it from one angle, it's in shadow and if you look at it from another, it's lit. And I think if you Looking at looking at James Milner through the angle of he's oh a thirty five year old James Milner's in Liverpool's midfield. It's like it's somehow disrespectful to both. Mm. Whereas whereas really it's like you've got to be fucking brilliant to play in Liverpool's midfield. How good is James Milner if at thirty five he's still capable of coming in and being that good in, in football matches? It's it's it depends how people want to want to slice it. Jake Bland sent the super chat in uh, saying Sky rated Milner six out of ten. Are they mad? Stuff like that. I mean, that's why player ratings are crazy to be honest. But um, yeah, um, Craig Tebbs uh, also sent the super chat in. Thank you so much, Craig. Says um, we don't need a centre back anymore. We have Virgil Van Phillips. Uh, we need to do what it takes to get GD contracts. <laughs> Up the red, yeah, um, yeah. Again, we will talk in depth about Trent and Bobby and and, and and the whole game as well. We haven't got time for it on this show, but we will do that on the final word show tomorrow. But the um, uh, Nat Phillips, I'll be honest, we were one nil up and it was no more than we deserved at half time. Then you hear 
Nath Phillips is coming on and we're going for who? Like, what are oh, we? Oh, I wasn't asking that question. I knew exactly who it was. Well, it was obvious, Jim. Yeah. But like, it was like <laughs> someone. Like, I'm asking the question because I'm hoping someone's <laughs> going to tell me an answer I want to hear, and I'm hoping that answer is. Henderson's oh, been, been booked, so we'll yeah, take. Yeah, like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna take Milner off and put Henderson in, in midfield, and we're gonna put Phillips on. Said Matip at the back. No, Matip's injured again. Shock. Um, and and now Phillips comes in and Spurs changed their tactical approach. They went from being like sitting deep. They tried to get more of the ball. They tried to get more men in in, in our half of the pitch, and they tried. They go for more of a four two three one. Um, they put Harry Winks in there to try and cut off you know cut off supply into into the Bobby Firmino positions where he was he was dominating, and um, we just. That Phillips was meant to crumble. We were meant to be shaky and all this kind of stuff. And and he just dealt with everything. He was heading things away. He was nipping in and and, and stealing stuff off toes. In, in a world where I, we could be sat here being like, fuck me, Liverpool now haven't won in like six weeks. Mm-hmm. And Nat Phillips is the latest lad who's come in, been absolutely crucified. Matthew Smith goes, blah, 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 blah. Liverpool still need a centre half. Let's not oh, yeah, under, yeah, yeah. let's not let's not skate around that. Uh, but I'm not doing that here. Let's just say Nat Phillips came into a high pressure situation and was absolutely sound. Yeah, and you know what? To be to be honest, I, like I, I must admit, I've been a little surprised by the lack of inclusion of Nat Phillips over the last few weeks because he came in, he played quite well against West Ham in October or November or whenever that game was. He was then he then wasn't brilliant against Newcastle in December, and I don't know whether that has played into it. So I can only assume that he's not been brilliant in training. But overall, you know, I've seen flashes. I think he's better than Reese Williams. Mm. Um, and 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 for me, you know, I know Reese Williams played well against Tottenham in December. But for me, the the, the flashes that I've seen of Nat Phillips, he's he's been doing okay. And and you know, I, you know, you made a comment about him in the team news. You didn't, you know, you didn't think he was that good and all of that. But ultimately tonight, I thought he came in and did a good job. And if if we're looking at Joel Matip not be, being out for a, you know a sustained period now. Then we've got nothing to lose for me. Then you you can you just throw him in and see yeah. see how he does it at, at, at the this weekend. point. I, you know, there's very little between between them all. But in some instances, Phillips just looks like a, he look again. He looks like a lad who knows it's just, he's never going to be. He's never going to play at a higher level than this. He's ever. a no nonsense centre half. Yeah. That's what he is. He's a, you 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 did get it right on the team. If if you if he's like Sammy Hippie, he's not as good as Sammy Hippie, but no, he's he's, he's not like, he's no, not he's gonna. Not. But he, he's that same type of will just come through the back here. You know. Okay. I, I maybe, think. maybe maybe this is where a generational thing falls down. Like no, Sam, like okay. I know what you're trying to say. No, All not right. with Sammy Hippie. Okay. But the, but what he is is he's just he's just a centre half. He's okay, just yeah. a he's <laughs> just a centre back. He he does all the things that you recognise that centre backs do, and he does them fine. He's good at tackling. He's good in the air. He's he's solid. He's committed. He's a big lad. You know he's not dead fast. He's just he, but he's he, never going to play your sixty yard no, diagonal balls me. across he, the But pitch. he'd be like you know if he was like. If he played for Arsenal in the mid nineties, you know, like when they had loads yeah. of English, you know, he'd, he'd have been, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't be good enough to be in that team. But he'd have been like dead loads of them, loads of these lads do just fine. He, he's fine. He's absolutely fine as a centre half. And, and you know, I, ugh, I don't want him playing against Manchester City. Is the point? But there's plenty of games where, it, provided we've got the other elements of the team working, you can have a Nat Phillips in your side mm. as long as you've got someone who's competent alongside them. As long as you're not playing him and Reese Williams at centre half, because that yeah. would be tricky. But the way the midfield played and the way the front three played and the way the fullbacks played, you could get away with having was it because you'd be fine. Be I think if you play him, I think if you play him on the left hand side of defence, so you know because I think where we fell down maybe on on Sunday and somebody brought it up in response to the tactics show was 
Reese Williams on Trent's side left us at be caught. But but if you just simply swap them and maybe yeah. put Fabinho there, but the good thing cover. of what we did today was having Genie in the six. Yeah, means yeah, that Genie's happy to drop in yeah. and cover those cover those positions a bit better. Thiago won't do that for you. Thiago is not a a holding midfielder, even mm-hmm. though he can do it. He is a support act to a holding midfielder. Yeah, he, he likes the, to play in a two, doesn't he? He likes it, to do that. You know, it's like um, Lucas used to do, like, in the latter days of Gerrard, Lucas and Hendo would go and do Gerrard's dirty yeah. work for him, and Gerrard just got to spray the ball around and do 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 all the, the classy bits and pieces. Like, Thiago needs that other guy. He needs the enforcer alongside. From my judgment of it, and people who watch loads of Bayern might disagree with me, but that's in, in watching him play for Liverpool, he's not enough to play the six in a, in a Liverpool side. Genie just just soaks it up. You know what I mean? He just looks smooth playing in that in position. And he is very used to going and doing those days. And when you've got Milner in there as well, the balance of it's a, a bit better. But no, I, I to your point, like the Reese Williams thing at centre-half, you know, it is a thing, but Jordan Henderson being the left side of centre-half makes perfect sense in terms of the balance and how he yeah, does yeah. things. So, you should, for me, you culture centre half. You shouldn't be playing Henderson. At no, no, half, true so. enough. Your culture centre half is your left side of centre half, yeah. and your bits and pieces man is your right side of centre half. Largely speaking, as far as defensive partnerships go, and Nat Phillips can do a job there. But again, this is not. A, let, let, let me make this plainly clear. Just go and sort a centre half out. <laughs> Get two. Get two Liverpool. We need two, definitely. Two by Monday. Two please. by Monday. <laughs> De- deadline day Monday. Let's get something sorted in that. Um, agreeable animal just sent us one euro. Thank you so much. What a wonderful, agreeable animal you are. Um, yes, there's loads. There's loads and loads and loads that we could dive into. And we just unfortunately haven't got time because it's nearly midnight. And um, it's uh, the instant match reaction. It's not meant to be that long, but it could be. But the good thing is we do the final word show. It's going to be an hour. It's going to be recording tomorrow. And it's going to be going on the redmentv.com. It's our Liverpool streaming service. You get documentary. You get interviews with Liverpool legends, past and present, um, series, everything. Not just like the match day stuff, but also the match day stuff in and around the games. Ben's going to be doing a stats and tactics stuff next week as well, and he's done a couple already that you can go back and, and, and check out and get a little bit of a deeper understanding of what Liverpool are doing. Um, around the league was brilliant too this week, and that yeah, it's yeah. it's nice that we could talk that we could pretty much could talk into the night about this game. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah. And yeah don't worry, there to do that. For we us. will be uh, so check back over on the website tomorrow uh, for more. Liverpool Spurs hot Liverpool Spurs chat I do hope to see you there um, guys it's amazing oh I've seen a few people mention the uh, the blackout t-shirts they're available right now as well our 10 year anniversary merch um, has got these special edition t-shirts so get involved with all of that good stuff spread the positive vibes thank you everyone who's, who's watched listened uh, and dropped super chats and all that good stuff uh, we'll see you for the final word show tomorrow